have someone uh, here tonight who's known on Twitter as Studiolo Dest. Is that how you say it? Deste. Deste, sorry. Yeah, it's after Isabella Deste, one of the, like, the mother of the Renaissance, so. Oh, I should know that, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known that one. Uh, no, it's, it's fine, yeah. And like me, you're a fellow Canadian and mm -hmm. an artist. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I'd just like to ask you, run down some of your experiences at art school and uh, at some of the things you told me with galleries and professors and just so people know how ludicrous it really is and how, yeah. how hard it is. Okay, well. So I don't know where you want to start, but. Well, I guess I'll just say that I've been interested in art and archeology span my entire life. So from the time I, three or four, I remember coloring and watching documentaries on Egypt and, and you know, just anything like ancient Greece, Rome, all that. I was always into that. I get to high school, I'm fortunate enough to have this art teacher who's an archeologist. She goes to Greece all the time, um, works on digs for the, on the Minoans and the Mycenaeans. Wow. So, yeah, and she's trained in ancient techniques. So when I was doing, like, when we were studying ancient Mesopotamia in art class, we were making plaster carvings, you know, to yeah. like, the same way that the Mesopotamians did. Like, whatever we studied in our history is what we did practically. Right. So I had that background. So that, I think, set me off being a little naive in the sense of what to expect afterwards. Right. Because I go to college... <laughs> And it's a two-year art program I'm attending. And it's just, uh, it's a mix. Like there's some teachers that are into the traditional and the analog stuff. That's what they teach you like in figure drawing. But then I had a few teachers that were just into uh, really bizarre um, installation work. Oh. And, and were just interested in, like for one of my final assignments, I wanted to do my portrait. And they were like, why? why do you need to do your portrait? We need to do something that's, you know, interesting, that says something. I'm like, what, what's wrong with my portrait? Like, I want to do that. <laughs> like, I'm finishing the program. I feel proud. Like, no, yeah. that's not interesting. So we had to come up with some ridiculous idea. Yeah. Um, and everybody in the class was like, was told to do that. Everyone produced crap, even me. Like, our final assignments were just garbage. Yeah. Because, you know, they don't care about technique or like good representational work they just want to see what's the craziest stupidest thing you can do <laughs> right because like the head of my yeah. department she i don't know she does this weird stuff where she had like tree branches and like pom-poms and then she sprinkled like um uh, what do you call it coconut shredded coconut on the floor <laughs> right. like, and she's yeah. like what do you think and i'm like i don't know what this is but i guess if it flows what do you out, think like, what do you think? I'm like, it's a mess. It's gonna <laughs> rot. It's gonna like have bugs crawling in it at some point. Uh, it means something to them, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so, it. But that's that's the way it's for everyone, I guess. I mean, it has been for. Well, I was in art school a long time ago, but it was the same then. It was random. Yeah. And if you tried to do anything with that, like I expected when I went to, at least accidentally learn some. Uh, yeah. Uh, real skills. Like I thought, to in the background there would be something like that going on. It was pretty much they just push nonsense yeah, and stop and you from doing anything that would. Oh yeah, because genuine. I was in this sort of like, but I want to be like Leonardo da Vinci and yeah. I'm being told no, yeah. right? So yeah. I was in this like, I don't know what to do because I'm never going to make money as an artist is what they're telling me because I'm not producing bullshit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I had this one teacher who, um, who's my figure drawing teacher and he teaches at the atelier that I attend. Um, and he's like, you know, you need to come, yeah. you know, save work, save some money and you need to come. So he saved you. Yes. Really? <laughs> because, oh yeah. Figure drawing really shows you who can draw. Oh, yeah. Because there's a, there was people in my program who were tracing their assignments, you know, and then they just, you know, they're just rendering in class, trying to show their work off. They had their sketchbook open strategically on their desk, like, look at me. And I'm like, there's something special here. I can tell in figure class, you can't draw. <laughs> like what you have on the paper doesn't even remotely look like what's in front of us, you know? And, I remember and a guy in my painting class, he was, uh, he got good marks. He would just paint every canvas black and he would say, oh my. <laughs> I'm an anarchist dentist or whatever. And I remember speaking yeah. with him privately afterwards and he was ashamed. He's like, I can't draw a stick, man. I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, wow. He's getting good marks, just painting a black and saying, that's, that's insane. I'm avant-garde. Yeah, I had a teacher, like I had a, I had a meltdown in college. Like I, I started freaking out oh, because I was working so hard on my assignments. Like I had classes that were based on, um, like if you want to go into animation, you're doing storyboarding, you have to come up with conceptual stuff, right? Yeah. or reconceptualized fairy tales or stuff like that and yeah. i remember working my ass off like just i had like nine storyboards i had my assignments done on time and everyone else is asking for um uh, extensions and, and just not doing anything producing anything worthwhile and i just had a breakdown and one of the teachers he just pulled me aside and he's like you know what i know you can draw and i want you to keep drawing okay yeah. never mind them because when they yeah. leave here no one's hiring them <laughs> I mean, because he was That's an animation, good. he was an animation teacher. So he's like, if you're going to work for an animation company, mm -hmm. they can't draw. So if yeah. I tell them, draw a scene of like Tintin, you know, yeah, they're not going to. Right? <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they're going to be like, who's Tintin, right? So I didn't know animation was something you were interested in. Are you? Uh, is that something uh, you're? A little bit, like, I'm more in the traditional sense. Like, I'm not yeah. really good with tech. So when it comes to... Uh, well, the 3D stuff, I have no time for it all. It's just lifeless. I don't anymore. understand it. I had friends who went into that, and they're, they were living at school, basically, because all those computer programs they're using are an expense. The computer mm -hmm. itself is an expense. And yeah. then they're just there trying to work with their buddies. Like, how do you do this again? How do we do this? You know, like, yeah. nobody knows how to... It's hard to learn a, uh, a program. Well, it's, not, it's, not, it's not artistic. I remember trying to do that too. Yeah. And it was just like, uh, it's more like math and uh, yeah. it, wasn't, it didn't come to, doesn't come naturally to someone who's like a crafts person who's used to just freehand no, drawing something or, you know. Like if I did animation, I'd just probably be the storyboard artist, you know, yeah. just uh, coming up with the idea. No, traditional 2D animation is, is, as much as still exists, I don't know. but Yeah, some people still do it. I guess more like independent studios yeah. probably. But I, I heard it. I, like my experience with them, I had some experience with that as well, and they really exploit students oh. and people who really want to get into really using their skills because so many people want to do it. There's people working for free doing that like a lot. Yeah, that's another thing. When you're, nothing, in, like, when you're in the arts, you're going to be working for free for a bit, but I, ha but I have to say, um, at some point, don't. Like yeah. you have to understand, know your ability, yeah. know that you, that you are good. And that's yeah. like, you're not doing shit for free anymore. Cause I made that mistake of doing that too long and yeah. uh, I'm putting up with stuff because of bad advice mm. that I was listening to. And I knew I shouldn't listen to it, but I had, I felt like I had no alternative. So from teachers or 
you know what? People who I thought supported my decisions were not on my side necessarily. I got a lot of just work a nine to five and keep it as your hobby. You know, I've done the nine to five. I hated it. I lost my mind. (laughs) I felt my brain melting and it it was just bad. And then, oh yeah. It is bad, yeah. yeah. So when I was near the end of my college program, I ended up getting... Uh, I volunteering. That's another thing. Oh, in the arts, they just want you to volunteer all the time. So I ended up with a position at Arts Etobicoke. It's a community arts council. So I thought, ooh, great. It's it's local. I can work my way up in there. And, you know, I met the, the office manager and she really liked me and I really liked her. And she started giving me opportunities, like paid opportunities, contracts. And then yeah, so I thought things were going well, and then I end up getting this full-time internship that was partly paid by them and partly paid by um, the government, let's just say. I can't remember exactly who. And right. it started out okay, and I was doing stuff and, you know, making money. I'm like, yes, I'm succeeding in my field. What were we doing? Um, I was helping her out and doing programs as well. So the Arts Etobicoke, they have, like, free programming, art programming for youth and for adults and it's it's like a a place for the lo- people in the community to have somewhere to go okay. to, to learn about art yeah. and i thought maybe i could teach the classes too because I, I can draw and all that yeah and you know go into the nonprofit culture uh, sector. It's a lot yeah. of mediocrity and it's a lot of people who just want to sit there and do nothing. Yeah. So when you have ideas and you're the newest person there, they get upset because it means, oh, she's going to work hard. She's going to move up and make things happen, which means I have to work and I don't want to do that. And there's a yeah. lot of that happening there. A lot yeah. of people at each other's throats. And somebody who was one of the higher ups didn't like me. So... Mm. I think she was a narcissist, to be honest. I look back and like the behavior, it just, right. like she just picked on me. She would walk in at noon and be like, yeah. why is it every time I walk in, you're, you're eating your lunch? I'm like, because it's noon, <laughs> it's right. lunchtime. Okay. She's right. like, well, I have a job for you. I'm oh like, yeah, um, but you should see who they hire for their art classes. Oh, I got okay. like, oh yeah. So for one of their drawing classes, which I'm insulted I didn't get hired, but you know, whatever. They, they hired this OCAD student. So OCAD is the Ontario College of Art and Design, which is now a university, which is a joke because it's, it produces nothing. And this girl gets hired. Her name is Khadija. And she walks in and her class is full. We have like 22 students. It's a tiny space, so it's cramped in there. And she's teaching teenagers how to prep their, their um, portfolios and how to produce good artwork to show. Right. And the first thing she tells them is, if you're here to learn how to draw, it's not going to happen. I'm not here for that. And I, I was frozen. I'm like, you just shattered everyone's desire right yeah. now. You just, what did you do? So what did she say from there? What, what, what is she there to do? teach? So she was like, I don't know, was rambling on about how I'm going to teach you how to get into OCAD with the type of portfolio and sketchbook that I got in with, which is basically just full of stupid doodles. Yeah. And, and then she, she was making them paint with straws. So you know how like when kindergarten kids blow paint <laughs> through the straw? Yeah. I'm watching 18-year-olds do this because these are kids about to graduate high school. 
and I'm sitting there going, oh my God, what is this? Like, I'm, this is the degradation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, it's very sad. I know. It's like laughing. It's like a joke now and whatever, but I mean, it's a great tragedy. It's, oh, yeah. people don't and realize. So, people, people assume, think, oh, this artist person I know, they went to school to learn or they do this. They don't realize it's just hopeless. Like, it's a total farce and a tragedy and nobody's oh, yeah. doing any art. Or and then the next, getting siphoned off into these worthless. The next week, fields. when she yeah. resumed her class, because it's once a week, from 22 students, it went down to 11. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not surprised. And she's like, where is everyone? I'm like, you don't know? <laughs> you don't know why no one's here? Yeah. <laughs> and she, every class, it dwindled. So like the third week, it went down to nine, and then it went down to five, and then it went down to three, and then to one. Okay. And she was just shocked. And she doesn't lose her job or anything? Or? No. And she's like, I made complaints though. And I'm like, I don't care what she wrote on, the, on her resume. That's not what, she, what she's able to do or producing. So she yeah. never got hired back. But I followed, like, I've checked up on her career a little bit. Yeah. She gets everything. She's met the mayor of Toronto. She's gotten all these opportunities because she's been at OK. Like, she knows how to work the system. Well, it's because like, everything they're doing is a signal. And it's like a virtue signal of sorts. They're showing mm -hmm. their allegiance to this self-hate of, of sorts. Like, they're, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's tied up politically. I, although I don't want to get into politics too much. But, yeah, I commandeered no. one of her classes, though, because she stepped out to go find more straws because we, didn't, we ran out, right? That was her, that's right. her favorite thing, to get straws and blow paint with them. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so yeah. I, I said, okay, guys, anyone here interested in representational art? And like yeah. every hand shot up and I'm like, great. Cause I'm going to teach you. <laughs> yeah. Good. I brought my own materials. I photocopied books and I handed stuff out. I showed them how to sharpen pencils the academic way I was doing it. Good. You know? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. And it, she didn't even understand what I was doing. She saw me like talking to students about stuff and she's like, Oh, see Josie has like, oh, sorry, I just exposed myself. Uh, I just said my name, but it's like, Oh, <laughs> look, she, she has a different style of art. I'm like, no, no, I just know how to draw, lady. A uh, different style, right? Yes, because it's all yeah. relative and uh, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So the, the nonprofit art sector, stay away from it. You're not going to get anywhere. It's nope. Nepotism. I don't think you're going to get anywhere, any, anywhere unless no, you. Museums are, are just as bad, by the way. Yeah. I worked at the Gardner Museum, which is a ceramics museum that one wasn't too bad because most of the the money it gets is private right. so and it's, it's ceramic so it doesn't have like a bunch of yuppies really attending yeah. it's mostly like older people boomers yeah. and uh so it was okay but some of the staff were unfriendly and you know very lefty so yeah. if you worked upstairs in the office you probably weren't gonna get along with anyone Right. I was like a, an attendant, a gallery attendant. So I was part of the security department and security was far more fun. Right. They actually knew a lot about the, like far more than I thought they would know about art. So more I than the curators. Like, yeah, more than the curators. I mean, you get a lot of these fancy people in their suits and their $3,000 bags. Like they like to tell us, you know, like this is my $3,000 bag. You can't tell me that it has to be put aside in this space because it's, it's just this it's just the system they know how to they're they want to be in a certain class that's the most important thing to them they, yeah. they ride the system they tell lies all their life because this is how you get into those mm -hmm. positions if you, and if you show representational work like anything you're able to do 
Yeah. Like a lot of these people don't know how to respond. They just, they just stay quiet. They're like, Oh, okay. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> that's your answer. Oh, okay. Well, secretly they're thinking, Oh, that's uh, you know, colonialist or racist or something. They, oh, but yeah. That's secretly inside what they think, but they're telling themselves, Oh, I need something much more cerebral with a narrative. Uh, just basically oh. something abstract that's shit that they can kind of make a story about it. Oh yeah. Like you know, they've got history, various things in their head telling them these stories. Yeah, it's weird because like if you're gonna study history, art history, you have to look at the period that you're studying from the perspective of the people of that period. You don't yeah. have to like everything they, they believed or you know did, but you just yeah. to understand them, you have to see it from their point of view, which is yeah. something no one does anymore today. So yeah. And all in my art history classes is all this uh, like rhetoric about the gaze. Do you know about the gaze? How it's always about the the women are are to be looked at because the women in these in these paintings tend to not be staring at the viewer. They're just. Oh, I thought you meant like G A Y S for a minute. I was like, oh. No gaze. <laughs> they call it the gaze. Yeah. Okay. And they kept saying stuff. I, like I think that. I recall this now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I remember this now. Especially with Victorian, like the Victorian period. And yeah. I was just like, but isn't visual art generally meant to be looked at anyways? Like, isn't it oh, everything of- they say is bullshit. It's been bullshit for so long. They're like, you know, it's bullshit on top of bullshit. It's, there's no point even trying to yeah, make I, sense of it. Or it's, and they're like, it's just the women. I'm like, what about the men? Have you looked at Renaissance sculpture? Like, have you seen Donatello's David? You're telling me that wasn't meant to be looked at with that, like, <laughs> ha- the feather of the hat, like, going up his leg, his thigh there? Like, come on. Everything they say is so tiresome or believe that's... You can tell it's a lie if you're just like a normal instinctual person like yourself oh, yeah. like a lot of people get sucked into it other students think oh god i better uh, figure out what they're talking about and conform to this and they do and, and the, the interesting thing is most students do not participate in class anymore like i i get told to stop participating because they need other people to give answers but right. nobody wants to answer and yeah. i'm i think it's because they're afraid they oh, don't they need it yeah either didn't do the, the reading, which I don't blame them because most of the time I didn't do the readings. It was like, it was just horrible to get, try to get through. It's just yeah. written terribly. But, you know, I think they're afraid because the profs, if you don't agree with them, some of them will just take marks off your work just for the sake yeah. of it. Yeah. And I've had that happen. Like, um, I have essays that are well-written, but uh, they didn't like my opinion. So they took off 10 marks for minor grammar. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of being a 90, I'm getting an 80. Right. Which is, which sucks. I don't want to even bother going, like finishing the year now, like finishing the degree. <laughs> it's like, what's the point? In fourth year, it's like, if you don't agree with me, it's all wrong. <laughs> well, you have your atelier work. That's your real work now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So when I, when you start at the ateliers, they basically, you don't touch paint until you do a lot of drawing. Yeah. So, especially if you're doing anything from the 19th century, based off the work of um, our curriculum of Charles Bark, yeah. you're going to be drawing for a long time. So you start off with graphite and you're drawing from the flat. Yeah. So I actually have his book, which has the drawing plates in it, just to show you. I don't know. Are you familiar with this? I have that one, yeah. 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 So, you know, at my school, you do four of them. And the last one you draw is that com- with, done with comparative measuring, so you have to make it bigger. Yeah. And that's tricky. Um, yeah. yeah. Comparative measuring, when you first learn it, is not easy. And you first learn it in figure drawing. So we do figure drawing at the same time we're doing bargs. Yeah. And yeah, there was a few times I, I, I had to leave the room because <laughs> I was 
in tears like i can't you do saying, this yeah. <laughs> it, well, it's I, I saw your drawings pressure. your drawings look very good that you've done while you were there yeah thanks yeah been doing good work so. yeah it's i'm the sure the ones you whatever you got to do with at the university with the more official classes were just did the, you get to do anything that was of any value at all i'd be surprised at the university yeah. Uh, well, I didn't take any like uh, drawing classes at university because I was like, I already know what's going to happen. They're going to tell me to like do some conceptual crap. Blow something out of a straw or something. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I had a teacher who said straight up, I don't know how to draw and I don't care. I'm only here <laughs> to teach you. <laughs> to te I'm only here to challenge you conceptually. I'm like, yeah. how do you have this job? I'm like, I can't even no, teach. That's a prerequisite to have the job is to be against art or know nothing about art or to be intentionally like yeah. want to make. A, I I, I want to. Sorry, go um, I want to teach figure drawing at the college level, right? Yeah. I'm not allowed because I don't have a master's degree. I'm like, I have a portfolio that can kick your ass. What do you mean I need a master's degree? Like, come yeah. on, what are you gonna do with a master's degree in figure drawing? Nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's it's stupid. Like all these. The, the education level required to do anything just keeps rising. It's mm. becoming like impossible and it's a lot of nepotism. To it's work all fairly meaningless, I'd say at this point. Yeah. And then on top of it, like everyone's going around destroying the old art. Oh yeah. So, I, I, mean, I was taking a, a course, uh, a university course that uh, was, t was taking place at the ROM, the Royal Ontario Museum. Right. So the, the curator for the Canadian collection was teaching this course and, and called Collecting Canada. And I signed up and two other people signed up. So there's only three of us in this class. Yeah. And I thought it was gonna be cool because like we, we actually were behind the scenes. I saw these paintings and storage by all these Canadian artists, generally of Canadian people, or sometimes it's British because it's from that uh, the 17th, 1700s. And you know, I saw some pretty cool stuff and, and I was very disappointed with the fact that nobody knows who these artists are, nobody wants to talk about them. You know, yeah. the, the, the professor was like, we have to be careful because we might offend people like the indigenous if we put certain things on display or use certain words. I'm like, come on. <laughs> like, it's a museum. Yeah. It's history. Like, anyone can walk into a museum if they're going to be sensitive. Anyone can find something that's going to offend them. Like, let's be real. Which, is, which museum is the one in Toronto where they added the, uh, the really obscene uh, modernist pointy thing on it? Oh, that's the rum. That's the Royal Ontario Museum. Oh, yeah, my God. I thought they were supposed to add more space to put like extra things in storage on display. Yeah. That didn't happen. There's nothing new on display there. It's the well, same. <laughs> there's no excuse for that fucking thing. I saw that like it is like a, that's one of the best examples of like a modernist growth on a traditional building. Like yeah, that anyone's ever bad. seen. Like, I, whenever I, if, if I ever post that on the, like I've done it several times, there was like, oh my God, like that is. Yeah, awesome. it's pretty bad. I mean, the AGO, got a new curator. So that's the Art Gallery of Ontario. Right. So then the room that had the 19th century artwork, it was set up as a salon. So you had the paintings from, you know, piled up from the floor to the ceiling, like stacked yeah. that way, right? Yeah. And I know some people don't like that because they want to be able to view the paintings that are up high, up close, but I know um, they would move things around. Well, guess what? This new curator didn't like this salon idea and got rid of it. And most of the paintings there are, um, are in storage now. Like I have no, I can't even get access to them for assignments. I asked right. my professor, can you even contact a curator there and say, hey, I have a student that needs to look at this painting. And they're like, no, we don't have any authority. I'm like, so no one in Canada can actually access artwork, especially if they're studying this 
studying it. <laughs> like people in the Louvre can go with their easel and paint and copy masterworks. You go to the yeah. AGO with a sketchbook that's like 11 by 14. They yell at you to put it away. If you have anything other than a pencil, they scream at you too. It's like, I'm not going to like just attack the artwork. Yeah. I'm here to, to draw it. And once I was there drawing and people were filming me because nobody there ever draws. They're all, you know, no one sees that. I had my knitting needle out and take proportions. I'm measuring and, you know, good. And, good. and people are in the security is like, oh yeah, people are filming you. I'm like, I don't blame them because they've probably never seen <laughs> me draw in their life. So. I don't blame them. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. No, but I think they're moving into their final stage. Cause like, to me, like I, I wrote this book about it and everything, but the, the whole inception of modernism was based on it, attacking traditional art. Like if you look at the definitions of their movements, it's just yeah. basically like a abstract conceptualism or even expressionism. It just more or less just says to make art by non-traditional means or something like this. Oh yeah, it's the skilling of the artist because they want to make it like accessible and you know, all these like, uh, stupid ideas they it's, get, it's, right? It's, based, it's foundation is in being against the art, all the art that came, which is real art, which is just normal like art. Yeah. <laughs> like was, there was nothing, none of this before 20th century. There's nobody making installations in the Renaissance, right? Yeah, I know. Because it's bullshit, because <laughs> it's such obvious stupid bullshit, nobody would tolerate it. But now they're oh, moving yeah. into their final stage where they won't allow it to even be made. And now they're starting to destroy the old stuff. And mm -hmm. like they'll just badmouth it. And all these people have to go if there's going to be any hope. All those teachers, everybody involved, the whole system that oh, elevates yeah. people like that, you're, the people you're talking about. Has you to know, be I, had a, I had a class gone. called Art from since 1945, right? I, it was a, a class I had to take. So I'm in this class and, you know, all the artwork is always called untitled and then in brackets it's like some obscure weird long name that has nothing to do with whatever it is you know it could be like a coat hanger on a wall the artwork yeah. and yeah. it's just untitled and all of a sudden it's it's like called uh abortion tool for miserable woman or something right oh it'd be something related to abortion yeah i'd love that or yeah anything if you're right? related to some lefty cause that's the that's the main thing so all these artworks are called that. So when it came time to, for the, the midterm exam, right? Yeah. I, had no, I, I had none of this memorized, okay? Like, I don't know what any of these artworks are called. They don't give me clues as to what they're called. So I thought it was just me because everyone else in the class seemed to really love modern art. Yeah. So the TA uh, finishes marking our, our exams and she says to us, guys, when it comes to, to naming the title of a, an artwork, you can't make it up. And I'm like, what? So we all made up the titles. <laughs> no one knew what they were called. <laughs> I just kept putting untitled and I just put whatever bullshit. So I wasn't the only one. Yeah. So even the kids in the class who, who supposedly love modern art probably really don't. don't I can't tell anymore what like normal people think. I, I don't know. Yeah. They're, they're afraid, I think, because a lot of people have this idea that art is, you know, too grand for them or something they don't understand it because they're not studying it and they're not being well, taught it properly so well, they, re they redefined it there in the 20th century so it doesn't mean it doesn't have a proper meaning and everyone believes it's like just expression and uh, yeah it's just subjectivity yeah they don't believe and, yeah there's this objective skill or standards to it which there always was yeah i even said like if you look at um renaissance art for example you know if they painted a nativity scene it's a nativity scene. Yeah, there's going to be little things that mean different 
things uh, depending on what the artist was going for but you know we know it's a nativity there's no none of this subjectivity oh it's whatever he wanted it to be yeah. we're just ignorant of of like mythology and of biblical stories to fully understand yeah. some of this artwork as what yeah. i think yeah. right because they planned everything down to what colors they were using. They weren't just like, oh, I'm just going to put a streak of red over here. They don't see the, the pre preliminary drawings, the studies. Yeah. Like, there yeah. there are, like, uh, composition. You got to work out the composition. You're, so yeah, even color studies. Overall. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Even color studies, you know. Color Sometimes studies, you just well. like, yeah. There's it's all vast. this. It's a, it's a universe of, like, work. <laughs> yeah. That they... people, people don't know that. I'm like, well, go to an art show. And, and look at some of the preliminary work because they don't always just have like the masterpiece there. They have like the drawings that led up to this work. And, yeah. you know, people need to understand that, you know, Michelangelo didn't just whip the Sistine Chapel together because, you know, he's just so creative and expressive. Yeah. Like he planned yeah. it. Yeah. And it was his job. He worked like a son of a bitch. Like. Yeah, that was their job in those days, you know. Mm. So they took it seriously and they had a workshop if they, if they were a successful artist and, you know had people yeah. helping them like Bernini had a big workshop yeah you know so that's how it should be it should be like that it should be like the ateliers or the guilds you should go yeah. in and train under a master in a system that has objective standards all the way to the top that we're working that's like what I always the way wanted through. yeah, yeah well, that's, that's the natural that's the way it should be this is why yeah, I wish I wish when I was seven years old, I was put into someone's studio and worked to death you know mixing colors and yeah. breathing and horrible yeah. stuff exactly yeah we would be yeah. wasting our time like whining about it and like honey like maybe we can make a bit of money here and there but it's not like it should be and those these jagoffs that you're talking about making all this money like oh yeah or, you know, the professors and the everybody else the curators i can't believe how much money these people are given you know for for nothing and they're you know? envious, like they're imbeciles yeah and then i'm working so hard i have all this education <laughs> and i'm like it's useless it really no, it's is our time. It's, it's our time yeah it's sad there's nothing you can do you can be but at least you know you're not yeah. an idiot and you oh, know, know you're doing real things. So that's but we're idea. gonna be needed eventually because once everything goes to complete shit, right? They're gonna need intelligent people who know what they're talking about to well, consult. Yeah. If right? we survive, yeah. <laughs> if they don't we'll be us. making money, hopefully. We'll be consulted. <laughs> Piles you know? of gold. Well, yeah. I mean, I thought about going into restoration work. And then I'm told at the university, oh, it's a master's degree you have to go into and you need three undergraduate chem courses. And that's another case of people loving to do it. And yeah. so the, the fees, the wages are low or people work for free again, like, often, yeah. like it's hard to get in because everyone wants to do it because everybody loves it. Yeah. And it's denied yeah. to them by the system. So. Yeah. And then like, again, the, all that education you need. So it's more money, it's more time and you're probably going to have to relocate. You can't really be a, a restorer in Canada. Yeah. Like, there's only there's very limited positions. I mean, you might be able to get a position in the states. The states they're much more interested in realist art. So if you go on the Art Renewal Center, yeah, um, their yeah. website, there's yeah. a whole list of ateliers. A lot of them yeah. are in the states. Yeah, yeah. And different ones, you know. I mean, I don't even like calling it. I don't even like calling it realist art because it's just like art. It should be just like yeah, sure. art. And the the other thing is fucking garbage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, even the, in, the word realism, it's not, it's it means too many things. Yeah, and it just you get it, it you picture in your mind like photorealistic uh, or something, and like specifically, and it just mm -hmm. that's that's how they trap you, and it sounds limiting kind of. When really well, yeah, you just mean written art and not their like. 
Yeah, because when, when I think realism, you know, it makes me think of uh, that movement in the 19th century. Yeah, where they, that were was, that was, they called themselves realists, so yeah. that's one thing. But like, now, you know, and now anything that's not just, just crazy chaos, they call realism. It's yeah. Just, yeah, and the like academies real. that are in Europe, Pick. I would love to go to Florence, like the Holy Land for art, but mm. I checked out I'm their in. tuition. I don't yeah. have 20,000 euros for the year, just oh, in tuition. That's just tuition, yeah, hey, let alone yeah, living there. Italy is not cheap, it's a very expensive place to live. Oh, like, yeah. So I'm like looking at these students because I follow the Instagram pages for like these different academies. I'm like, are these people just rich people? Because <laughs> like, probably, yeah, rich kids, probably. Because even even the one I attend, like it's much more affordable because they have different like part time and full time plans, and it's a monthly fee, so you can yeah. start and stop whenever you want. Yeah. But there are people there who just have money to blow, I guess, and they're just there all the time. They live there, pretty much. <laughs> well, that would like, be wow. nice. Must be, be nice great. because I, you know I have to work, and <laughs> well, at least you're in a place that has uh, a proper atelier, and you've got access to it. Because yeah. When I, I was still it, in Canada, when I was still in Canada, I was in BC and there was nowhere there, not even in Vancouver. So was, was that like the time. in the nineties no, or uh, where were you looking? This was like, how long ago? Over 10 years ago anyways. Because well, in Toronto, the one I yeah. attend, yeah. They, um, they, they came out in the late nineties. Like the, my teachers, they found this guy named John Angel who was in Toronto yeah, 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 yeah. and they, had I guess their own little I don't know underground kind of school happening and yeah. in those days like the teacher was just uh, literally one day ahead of the students like they're all just yeah. trying to like learn this stuff yeah. and then it, it form formulated into a into a school after a couple yeah. of years and then John Angel has his own school in Florence the Angel yeah. Academy yeah but well, you know and I, I remember there was there's that map on the art renewal center of the ateliers and yeah. there was all over the U.S. and there was like two three in canada like two mm -hmm. in toronto and one in montreal or something yeah there's one in montreal. when you're in bc that's you may as well be in china like so far away yeah. so yeah like, we got a lot of foreign students too so yeah it just shows you how how many it just shows you how much people are craving to know oh. how to how to do this like people are it. craving this yeah if know? it was offered them like it, even remotely anything like this like people would flood to it i don't know why yeah. it can't be i think it gets stymied and stopped like these those people they they attack it and they'll they'll find excuses to try and shut it down maybe you know there's got to be a way you could do it it's a great business idea if you could work around it they would attack yeah. you your very professors and those people you're complaining about would like find you <laughs> <laughs> to stop you <laughs> they can't have art but it's weird because some of my professors actually really like what i do and they and they're like oh my god there's an academy like whoa that's cool but not all of them like some no. of them it depends on who like I've been fortunate enough to meet a few professors who are like pretty decent and and not crazy yeah. um but some like uh there was this one who like it was like this weird class it was basically like anti-capitalism 101 and it was called VCC 101 the class it was uh visual cultures so it's just a lot about advertising and and looking at images of the kind and and somehow we ended up doing a, a class on philosophy. We're looking at Descartes and she was like, this is white man philosophy. And I'm like, what? It's just Descartes. <laughs> like, it's not, because she was, I think well, she was- Who invented philosophy? philosophy? It wasn't the, you know, the, I mean, there, there are, there's some, uh, you know, Chinese yeah. ones and stuff, but yeah, like really the real philosophy as we know it was the Greeks and 
from there. I know. I'm like, I guess she never, she's never heard of the, oh, there's this website, philosophy, the history of philosophy without any gaps. So I was listening to that for a while and it starts with Thales, you know, mm. if you want to go yeah. historically in order, Thales is like the first yeah. one. Yeah. Like, does she not know this? And then she can bombastically say this to you, like, oh. Yeah, she That's... was even accusing the Renaissance, the Italian Renaissance uh, artists of stealing the idea of perspective from the Muslims. And I was like, the Muslims didn't discover perspective. You want to know something? The ancient Greeks actually knew about it. Muslims don't even have, like, represent, they, it's forbidden, I think, like, representational yeah. art. That's why they, they work... get all those intense patterns, like, it's, it's the art they do, I like it. But it's all like those intense, uh, what do you call it, motifs, uh, patterns and swirls and things. Yeah, I took a few yeah. um, Muslim art classes because at UTM, that's all there is right now, Islamic art classes. What? Now, that's all? Yeah, they've offered a lot of them. There's like sometimes in one semester, six. I'm like, I don't need, and it's all taught by the same prof. Why? So I've taken two. So one yeah. of them was like the Silk Route, which is why I took it, because I knew it wasn't just going to be Islamic art. It was going to be like... Um, you know, the, the trade like from China. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, there'll be lots of different stuff. Yeah. That'd be cool. And then there were, the other one was Islamic Spain. And I, I like the architecture. That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. So that was fine. But, you know, and I've also studied in my medieval courses because my professor, she when she teaches medieval art, she doesn't just, you know, start with the West and then go up to a certain date and then stop and then go back and then go to the East. She does it so we learn what's happening with Charlemagne and then what's happening in, you know, Byzantium and what's happening yeah. with the Vikings, you know, right, so it's right, all connected. Right. So that's how I learned about it, about some of the Islamic art. And some of it, some of them do have figural, um, figural art. It just can't be religious. But, right, 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 right. So well, but, what, uh, um, we're, I think it's getting pretty long. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can make, we can go as long as we, as you want. Are you tired? Yeah, maybe, I know it's late where you are. No, no, I'm fine. I mean, maybe I can cut it down. Generally, you're supposed to keep these things about an hour, but we're, mm -hmm. know, we're over an hour, but we can keep going for a bit. I can maybe, I could get two out of it, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Or it's up to you if you're tired or anything. But no, did you have I'm any not. more, like, uh, more outrageous stories of, uh, from school or the gallery or the curators or any of that? Um, hold on. I think I wrote, I was writing, oh. I, I tried to, apply, I applied for a job at Michael's to teach drawing, okay? So Michael's is like this really expensive arts and crafts store and they have these courses. So they were looking for um, a drawing instructor. Yeah. So I apply, right? And then I had to do a drawing test and it was like the most basic stupid thing in the world. And that should have been a clue. Don't do this, don't waste your time. <laughs> then they hire me and they're like, Here's the, here's your curriculum. This is the, the, these are the, the stuff you, the drawings you're going to be teaching or the material you're going to be teaching to your students. Yeah. Right. So I open the, this book up and it's like fucking lollipop trees and like cotton ball clouds and like stupid stuff. It's not even teaching anyone how to draw. It's like place a line here, you know, then place a line here. And it was for minimum wage. I'm like, are you telling me that after all the money and time I've spent, learning my craft you're gonna tell me i have to teach this crap for minimum wage no <laughs> and they're like oh there's six classes and after a student completes each class they're eligible to become a teacher themselves i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> wow they don't even know how to draw this doesn't teach you anything teach what? I, yeah okay great doesn't matter 
Yeah, and each project has to be completed in within one class because the student has to feel like they accomplished something. Oh, really? This yeah. is just fun. How would, how would actually accomplishing something instead of like how he feels? Yeah. What if he doesn't accomplish something? So I just said, no, thanks. So I was like, no, I'm not dealing with this crap. And, mm. and that's what it is. Like, I even you've tried got, to find... instincts, uh, following your instincts through all this and just like abandoning the things that are obsolete. I try to a lot, find a lot of people you... do, especially young people, like they don't know what to do and they get sucked into this oh. or that. Like, oh, that's the way it is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I got, I applied to Parks and Rec for Toronto for like their camps in the summer to teach uh, drawing courses and stuff. So and you, I've been you... interviewed a few times and okay. they're just like, well, we're grassroots and you're just overqualified. I'm like, what? what? So you want stupid, basically, teaching. You don't want anyone with integrity. Are they worried that you're, they're worried that you're going to demand a high fee or something, isn't it? Or what, what matter? I don't know. I said, like, I don't, I'm here to gain experience. I just want teaching experience. That's all yeah. I want, yeah. you know? And they're like, yeah. no. And it's like, really? And then you see who they hire, and the person can't do shit. And I'm like, yeah. no wonder these kids, like, because, like, I've seen it even when I was at Arts Tobago. Some of the drawing instructors, like I said, they were shit. And the kids yeah. in the class they're just wandering around they're not interested they kept bugging yeah. me because <laughs> they were just like can you can you teach me how to do this or can you print this image off for me because i want to draw this and i don't want to do what the classes do whatever the class is up to and yeah i'm just like i feel sorry for these people because you know they want to learn they really do but yeah, no one when you're in this them. when you're in this void of relativism and it's just all subjective like that's the way it is i guess you can't you can't tell them they're not if you try to tell them they're not artists and they don't know what they're doing they just get angry and you'll get in trouble yeah. but it's, yeah i was reading because art is just some their expression they can do what they want you know oh yeah this who, is who are you to say book? that they don't have you know this yeah no yeah i was reading i started reading your book because it finally you? like came in the mail you know i forgot you so guys I, that. oh yeah yeah so i started reading it and i like we, i got to the part where you're like oh how it becomes gendered like how women are told they're just naturally creative and then yeah. really effeminate <laughs> men also think they're just naturally creative or whatever and it's like yeah, yeah. either you have it or you don't you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. it's not this oh i can just you know swirl paint on a canvas or take you know put a tampon in a teacup and you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know yeah. It's like, but that's what they're told yeah well it puts a lot of men off it uh too because they think oh i'm i don't understand this uh you know i'm just going to stay away from that yeah. They don't. And then, it's and considered then kind of effeminate to be interested in art in a way now, isn't it? Sort of. You'd think it's like sort of it's mm -hmm. associated with that. When in the past they were mostly men doing it. Yeah. Really. But it's funny because like a lot of um professors, what's hot right now in art history is finding female artists at work. So Artemisia Gentileschi is like a hot topic right now at school. And mm -hmm. like I like her work. Yeah. I don't have anything against her. Yeah. You know, I hate this whole like feminist uh, perspective they take on it. I'm like, she, her father was a painter, her brothers were also painting, and she was helping the father in the workshop, and she got the talent, and she ended up being yeah. successful. Yeah. Like, good for her. Yeah. And, and they're upset that there's not enough women that were doing that. But I'm like, women were actually artistic and doing stuff. It's just that if you were a lady of status, you don't work, right? Yeah. You have your studiolo, and yeah. Your, yeah. your work is private. It's for yeah. an intimate audience. I mean, in, Isabella Deste could sing and she played multiple instruments, but she performed only for her close friends. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. to be a working yeah. lady, 
that's looked down upon it's like ew right <laughs> it's like you work you can, yeah, you have to make money system. that's that's another thing we need to bring back is the caste system a true that's one the, not, not the false one we have now where these yeah uncultured but, idiots are the high caste and people don't understand that it's like well that that was the high life in those days and life was hard in those days there was a lot of mm. violence everywhere i mean i was doing this project on violence in paintings from it's pretty harsh now there's a lot of violence now we think it's not violent yeah. now. it's pretty the bad as well of, i don't know it's ever changed really yeah the amount still, of murders that people got away with in like the rent in renaissance italy was crazy was you know Oh yeah, there was one year where it was like only 10 people were convicted and conviction means just executed. So for the yeah, crime. Yeah. I like how the uh, I like how the pope was like a, a warlord, a, a rampaging warlord back back then. He just yeah. raised his own army and attack you. And everything is just like, Italy it. is just city states, right? So everyone's kind of like, you know, nervous about each other and I think everyone. we should have those again. I think we should have city states. I'm all for that too. That's another thing. I wrote about Isabella Deste because a lot of people write about her, but they write about her from a from a feminist perspective. But oh, I wrote about her from the point of view of civic identity. Like she yeah. ended up marrying to the Gonzaga family, and Mantua is a very small city state, so yeah. you know, and she was very high into the arts and very like sending very um, uh, descriptive letters to artists saying, "I need a portrait." with the size, the, the length of this string and the width of this string over here. And I want this, this and that. And, you know, <laughs> like she was, you didn't mess with her. I mean, she kind of got ignored by Da Vinci a little bit, but you know, yeah. she knew yeah. what she was doing. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of like, people don't understand that. I mean, you can read her letters. There's like over 3000 of them like that are published right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. So to see how these people interacted with each other, like there's a lot of diplomacy that goes that these ladies were like involved with, with their studiolos and collecting antiquity, yeah. you know, yeah, like people yeah, don't understand yeah, sure. this. Like I had this girl in my class. Well, I don't know if she wants to be called the girl because she had an issue with gender, but she was in my Renaissance class and oh my God, she was always trying to one up me, but she couldn't. And she was getting upset about it. So she was upset that noble ladies in Renaissance Italy, um, they didn't really get to travel very much, even though they did a little bit, but they were mostly in the home. And she got really upset about this. And I'm like, well, ruling the home in those days was a big job because it's like, it's not just this tiny house. With it's a huge job, yeah. Yeah. And she's managing money. She's managing the food. Like, how, babies, like eating? there was no birth control or anything. Were, I mean, yeah. maybe there was something, but. Yeah, and, yeah, and, her, and some yeah. of these ladies, when their husbands, some of them, their husbands are like mercenaries usually. So when their <laughs> husband's gone, she's in charge of everything, really. Yeah, 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 Isabella yeah. was left in charge of stuff. And this, and this person in my class was like, what a horrible life that is to be trapped at home. And I was like, oh yeah, it's so horrible to have ladies attending to you who do your yeah. hair and who yeah. dress you. I'm like, and this person is, the person talking to you is living in a pod somewhere. It's yeah, a like, shitty city. You know, and her, would you prefer to be the lady that empties the chamber pot? Is that what you'd rather <laughs> be? Like, come on. Yeah. The high life these ladies lived, like, I wouldn't yeah. complain. Uh, they just want to, they just hate it and they want to complain about it. I don't know. Yeah. Part of the whole, part of the whole thing, the whole downward oh. slide. And unfortunately, this student 
now is a TA at Guelph University and she writes about gender queer stuff from the medieval period and witchcraft oh, for God's and all sake. that sort Okay, of well, yeah. I, you know, I have no time for that. Neither do I, but <laughs> that's where she is. So we, we that's know- That's all we do now is that. do, yeah, that's People all we like do that now. Just is, make it, kind of yeah. So I'm just trying what? to like change things around, you know? Well, yeah, we're all trying. I don't know, like I said, I think we just have to ride it out and maybe we can help each other, you know. Yeah. Uh, get by <laughs> like I want to tell people like you know if you want to learn to draw and stuff like I want to give them the help them get the resources they need what yeah. to read what what videos to look at you know yeah yeah because not yeah. everyone's going to have access to an academy or not to well, getting the bard book is a big one it's just everyone can get you can buy that on Amazon and everyone can have it and yeah that's like, like a good statement. Not everyone, yeah. you know, because not everyone has the money or is located near an academy, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So it's nice to be able well, to. You could do people. lessons. Could you do lessons on the YouTuber? I'm supposed you... to. Like, I'm trying to work my way. To? Yeah, I'm trying to work my way up to to doing that. My boyfriend keeps pushing me. He's like, "You need to be doing this, 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 and that." I'm like, "I know I should be doing this, this, and that," but you know, I'm one of those people. I'm a perfectionist, so yeah. I'm my worst enemy. Okay. When it comes to this sort of stuff, so right, right. you know, if I can't draw a line properly the first time, I throw a fit sometimes, and it, oh, don't yeah. <laughs> do that, people. Well, you just <laughs> you just press pause and then you record record it again and yeah, again, you know? yeah, You're making videos, instructional videos. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know what I, kind of money's in that or how you would. Yeah, I mean, my academy it. has some videos out, but like. The problem I find with their videos is it's hard to see what they're doing because the pencil is so light because yeah. they, they, um, I don't know. Are you familiar with how they sharpen pencils at the Academy? They shave off the, um, with, the, uh, with hold the, on. With, just with a, with a razor, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So when you're drawing and you're going like this, yeah. right. It's very light because you're supposed to start very light. So you can't really see. So I'm trying to figure out the best way to film things so that it can be seen. It's clear. Yeah. Yeah. Concise. Yeah. I'm trying right, to one-up right. them because I have to make money at some point. <laughs> That's another thing. The academy well, yeah, doesn't okay. tell you how to, how to, you know, move on and, and how to be successful. Right. It's just learn there about how to well, do stuff. But, you know, you got to learn. I, tell you, I can tell you the one angle you would have that could be of use is the attitude towards the art world like we're talking about and mm. your understanding of it and sort of talk about how it's, uh, you know, degenerate and crap and destroying art. <laughs> well, so that angle, I don't, I don't want to say right wing, it doesn't necessarily mean that, but, uh, you know, yeah. you I mean, have your cool. understanding and you could, like, that would be a, a unique thing about a class or something where this teacher is going to stand there and say, okay, oh, this is shit. We're going to do it this way. <laughs> there's going to be yeah. this. I mean, there's people who don't have, like, who are not super conservative, who know, who understand this is shit, you know, this crap that, that they're giving, that they're selling in the galleries. Like yeah. when people see representational work, especially like I've noticed when I show my stuff in a gallery, cause I've been accepted yeah. into a few places. I walk around, I don't tell people who I am. I just walk around, I stand by my work and I listen to what people say and it's always positive. Yeah, good. So it's wanted, good. it's wanted. Yeah. 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 It's just no. it, people don't know, like they don't see it very often. They don't know much about it, and it's it's just it's sad. But, I mean, like it's very sad. You know? It's been the same for a long time now. I mean, it's just gotten worse. But and then um, I think Toronto is not a good place to sell art for if you're doing representational work. There's like no market for it here. No, it's a big place though. What is that? Doing? I you know like 
people always say, oh, it looks so good. It's so nice. You know, it's, I hate the word so nice. What is this? Just <laughs> learn some new language, please, and vocabulary. <laughs> it's up it. It's up it. What is this nice? That's well, Toronto's telling. pretty cucked, I would say. Uh, I mean, uh, right? No. And then, then no one wants to spend money. Like, I've been selling artwork since I was in high school, and I learned very quickly people just don't want to spend money on yeah, one-of-a-kind objects. Yes, that's true. You have to keep they the price low. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So small-sized works tend to be the best, and then you have, like, yeah. one or two big pieces to kind of just show off your skill. Yeah. But smaller pieces, people would probably buy because, you know, if it's just 50 bucks, $75, it's not, like, uh, a big deal yeah. I remember that actually it was in a gallery. It might have been the Louvre. There was a guy there. I think he was American for some whatever reason. And he was drawing one of the statues. He was doing a superb job. Like he was well trained. Mm -hmm. And I said, uh, what are you selling that for? And he I forget what he said, like forty bucks, forty euro or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, is that all? I mean, it's obviously worth a lot more. He's like, yeah. You wanna give me forty euro for it? And I was like, <laughs> ah, well, not right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, he made a good point, you know. It's yeah. Well, maybe, maybe I should have I should have bought it off him, I guess, but no, that's, you made a good I'm, point. Like, yeah, I'm not rich. Like, I don't have like money just to like throw at other artists' work. I mean, I wish I did. Yeah, but, that'd be great. Yeah, support them, yeah. Yeah. But, but um, yeah. what else are you gonna do? I mean, people here have to be taught that uh, like a skill. Like, it doesn't have to just be drawing, but it could be like somebody who makes pottery. You know? Well, I, yeah, I gave up on it myself. I decided I decided to start writing and to attack it all because I thought that's the only thing to do. But you're yeah, doing good. I, like you can, you're, you're, you have different ideas, and you have. Yeah, it, it's hard though yeah. because you know, you know that what you're gonna say is gonna be unfavorable, and you may not even say it well because, like, mm. I'm not, I'm not very like. This is the first time I've ever done something like this, so I don't even know how it's gonna, how people are gonna respond to me. You know, because I'm not even a people person. I'm one of those people that just like I'll be in the corner over there. And the, <laughs> well, it's all, the it's all very anecdotal. It's not, you're just talking you know? about like your your life and the what you've experienced and everything. Yeah. Um, uh, no, people just understand. I think. I mean, I don't think it's just very long, but maybe, I don't think I don't know if that matters. Like, like I, I said, this is an experimental <laughs> podcast. I don't know what I'm doing either. No, but it, I think it's it's good that we're able to talk about these things because a lot of people don't. You know, yeah, and people who this, if this doesn't sound great, we could do it again. We could look read look at it and see what works and what doesn't, and try and do it again. Yeah, maybe we can pick like a focus it more because we we've never really like met one on one no. either, right? No. Like, we've just been messaging here and there. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's yeah. it's nice to talk to somebody who who's writing about how this is just bullshit and just says it <laughs> straight out like, no, this is just bullshit, guys. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the struggles and the fights you have, people online like. Even people that you think should agree with you, they'd be like, "Oh, but I just like the Jackson Pollock and the like, no Picasso." And it's like, "Well, no, you have to understand this is where it begins." Like, oh yeah, you know, like I hate Duchamp, like in this stupid oh. urinal. And you see, you know, he's a scammer. You can watch videos, just YouTube videos of him uh, getting interviewed, and he's just so arrogant. He's like, "I could paint like an impressionist when I was 12. And then yeah. I looked, I looked all over Google everywhere. I was like, "Where is his impressionist paintings when he was 12? There's no sign of any of that. Just yeah, nothing. He's just fucking yeah. making it up. He could and not you know like an impression. And the weird thing is, like, if you want to talk about 20th century artists, like, I approached some of my profs and I was like, are we going to learn about Mucha? You know, because he has, like, that Slavic epic, those giant paintings mm -hmm. that nobody talks about. Are we going to talk about um, Klimt, you know, at all? Like, nothing. Yeah. 
Some of these no. profs don't even know who these people are. I'm like, oh my God. Really? And then I'm like, okay, for art since 1945, what about like, because I really like John Howe and Alan Lee, like the Lord of the Rings yeah, illustrators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love their work. Yeah, they're um, very good. Yeah. Nobody knows who they are. I'm like, Alan Lee, I can kind of understand he's a recluse and has like no website at all. John yeah. Howe is much more out there. But right. you think these professors. Alan Lee up. did a really good one on um, the Odyssey, or was it the Odyssey or the Iliad, I think. He, he did an illustrated book on that. Oh, yeah? Ever seen that? I have No, I have his book called Castles. So oh, it's yeah. like out of print. You can get it off, uh, was it AB Books or Abe Books? Right. It's yeah. like really cheap. It's actually the shipping's more expensive than the book. But yeah. beautiful illustrations, because I love that medieval kind of realist like Lord of the Rings style he has but he's yeah. been he grew up in England so he's around all that all the castles and armor and stuff so it's like yeah. second nature for him to draw that and I've always yeah. admired his work it's a shame that they get like called illustrators and sort of it sounds like you know less than a fine artist and yeah do you yeah. know um oh what's it called it's he does neo-gothic kind of music uh not midnight syndicate it's Nox Arcana the guy does his own illustrations and oh. I was reading his backstory, and he said he went to art school like it was in the 70s or the 80s, yeah. and he expected to, to learn to be like Da Vinci as well, and that didn't happen, so he dropped out. And he has this yeah. kind of um, medieval-like style of drawing. But it's yeah. funny, because it goes back as far, as far as him, even probably further, you know, that these people but, went to school thinking they were going to learn something and didn't. Oh, it goes further back than that, yeah. You, you've, you've mentioned the date 1945 several times, and that really is the, the values that they kind of came up with there solidified yeah. the, what their attitude mm -hmm. is in that respect, I think. And it just got more and more. Until now, they want to actually like throw it all in a bonfire and destroy I know, it. I love Andy Warhol at school, so. You know, I, actually don't, I actually don't mind him, only for the reason, like, you'll, you'll read it in my book, I wrote something about it, only for the reason I believe he was fully aware of what he was doing and was full on taking the piss out of them. Like he had mm -hmm. some pretty funny things he said, like if you if you look at it and said and did, like he was just exploiting them completely. And he got yeah. other people to paint his paintings, like he did not give a shit, like he, and he, he kind of laughed at them and did all this goofy yeah. stuff. I think, he, I think he was just messing around. And well, like if that's them. what he was doing, I guess, you know, good for him, he was just having fun. <laughs> I mean, he went laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, but well, I, I, mean, I don't thought... like, yeah, I don't like his exploitational, but at least, you know, he, he's not like Picasso or, Jackson Pollock, where they present themselves as, I'm such a genius, you know. Yeah. Very obviously kind of playing a game, I think. Anyways. Oh, yeah. That's, his, that's, that's with him. Students in my courses who are like, I don't even know how they made it into a university or how they even left high school to begin with. Right. I was in um, my medieval, was it early medieval art class? And the TA shows a map of Europe, of the world. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, I want you guys, it's blank, by the way. She's like, I want you guys to, <laughs> to name the countries, name each nation, like whatever I point to. And I'm like, we're in university. Why are we doing this, right? Well, I learned very quickly why we're doing this because no one could name anything other than like me and maybe one other person. Right. The teacher pointed to Italy and one girl, she was like, I think it's Italy, right? It is. I'm like, you don't know the boot the boot shape is italy like that's the first thing you should be able to identify on the map you don't it's the know the easiest country in the you think and then another person pointed to france and they were like i think that's croatia 
I'm like, who are you people? Like yeah. when you travel, do you not know where you're going? You just hop on the plane and, and it just instantly transports you to somewhere. And that's it. You don't know. You have to fly over something. Yeah. This is what I'm, this is what I'm realizing just lately is just how dumb like the normie actually is. The average person I think is much dumber oh, than yeah. I realized. It was scary. Like I was shaking inside because I was like, I, I don't understand this. And it kept going on like that. Like no one knew where Greece was. Another girl said, she pointed to Germany and said it's England. I'm like, England's an yeah, island. Really? Jesus. Yeah. So I went to my, my um, professor and during, her, um, during her office hours and I sat down and I was like, okay, that exercise with the map, I thought you were crazy assigning that. I totally understand why now. And she was like, yep, they don't know. They don't know anything. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, these are 20-year-olds or older who don't know yeah it's shocking mm, and, and the fact the fact that a lot of these students need help constructing an essay like never mind the professor's opinions about things the yeah. fact that many of these students can't put two words of logic together yeah is is insane i'm like how Why are you there? here yeah yeah how are you here how can you write because like everyone's getting like uh i don't know b's or c's you know, and one of my yeah. one of my classes, history of photography, the the class average was a D. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, the prof had a little bit of to play in that because he was um, we didn't have much assignments or anything really to bring your grade up, and he didn't really allow for participation. But still, the the yeah. work was so easy. The exam yeah. was fill in the blanks. Right. I mean, if you can't do fill in the blanks, guys, like. So most of your most of your stories are just about general kind of. <laughs> and I like, can't believe it though because like yeah. I keep thinking like oh my god I'm gonna I'm gonna like do terrible on this course so I'm gonna I'm gonna like fail or something right because I, I have that well. kind of mindset and then I go to class and here, here's your essay the essay that I like spent two nights writing gets me an A and, and everyone else gets like a D or C or something and like are we in the same class? Are we well, understanding? Yeah, the average IQ has been dropping so I hear and I don't I believe it considering how stupid everything's been done. Another, like, another time in class, the girl yeah. beside me, instead of taking notes, she was signing up for pole dancing classes. Oh. I'm like, how are you here? This is Baroque art. Baroque art's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking yeah. up a seat, right? That is funny. And, that is funny. And she's like signing up oh, for That's so like, difficult though. Oh, it makes me sick. Oh. And I'm like, how are you here? Yeah, I know. I'll give it, right? There's a worse story. Do you want to hear a good story that someone told me? I'm, this is the other girl I'm going to interview on uh, Sunday. Okay. So maybe I shouldn't give it away. I'll tell you. I'll tell you now. Anyways, I can always cut this out if I bring him on. Okay. In England, she went to art school, and one of her classes. I mean, all most of her stories are outrageous in general. I don't know what the, maybe it's the school she went to or whatever. One of the one of the art classes, the she went like when she met her professor, he was standing naked on a stage, jerking off in front of the kids with something in his ass, screaming out like expletives about something or other, like some kind of uh, <laughs> performance art thing. Oh my God! They're like holy fuck! <laughs> I've heard stories like a, like a friend of mine had her friend in in a class, yeah. where a guy did something like that. He was jerking off in class. That was his art no. assignment. I'm like, can you guys be original at least? Because that's not original anymore. That's the teacher. Like, the first day of yeah. the class, the teacher. That's scary. You send your little you send your little girl to art school, and the yeah. teacher's jerking off in her face on that's first day. That's scary. <laughs> that's horrible. Oh my God. It's horrible. Yeah. And I and. Mean, and he thinks he's an artist. He thinks he's a genius. What's he doing? 
how did he even so get that a, job? I mean, did he get a master's degree in like jerking off? Like, come on. I don't know. Yeah. England is pretty like outrageously. Yeah, I keep hearing stories about England and it's making me yeah. not want to ever visit England. Because <laughs> I'm like, so, I always wanted to go. And now it's like, I don't know that I, I want to go there ever. Well, like, we're all heading the same way, I think. I don't. They'll be doing that at your school probably. You'll, you'll probably get that next year at your final. You'll get something like that. Oh, yeah. I had a prof, um, Professor Cavaler. He, does, he doesn't believe in periodization, right? Like he's really, he doesn't believe in different periods of art because oh, he really? specializes in like um, Dutch Renaissance art. And one of the things scholars in, in the Renaissance uh, sphere love to argue about is whether the Dutch had the Renaissance before the Italians, right? Okay. And it's like, okay, what does it matter? And because their styles are completely different. And there was a kind of renaissance everywhere at that time. The Dutch had their golden age. Yeah. Was it, you know. Yeah. And because I wrote else? about the Italians in my final essay uh, yeah. extensively, my thesis was just on that. I even said it. I think yeah. that turned him off because he just was like attacking my opinions. And I'm like, well, I have evidence to back things up. They don't expect that. Yeah, it. that's not good. They want you, they, they expect you just to agree and toe the line, don't they? Really don't expect to be oh, challenged. Gosh. Is that the way it is? Yeah. And, and like stuff that he made us read, some of it I was just like, this is like, clearly just brainwashing shit, you know, just trying yeah. to find a reason why there's something wrong with periods and, and you know, why the, the, the medieval period, the late medieval period is somehow should be included as a renaissance or whatever. Like there's like stupid stuff what's scholars the like, argue over. Yeah, what, yeah. This, what's even the point of it? Like, so would like, you be alone? Would you be alone in your um, class with your views, or is there other ones that are um, sort of like like again? I'm like one of the few people that participate. There's always that one person that says exactly what the reading says, like repeats it word for word, and like the prof is like, "Yeah, great," you know. Yeah. And then there's me always bringing up something that no one else brings up, and that's another thing. I notice that the things I bring up in class, yeah. there's not stuff that the prof really asks for or that anyone else notices. So it's like. Sometimes I feel like I'm, we're reading the same material. So why am I not focusing on what you're focusing on? I find, I'm finding other things more interesting. And it's yeah. because of how they're trying to brainwash people, I think. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, there's a certain, because if you don't say what the prof wants, the prof keeps going with the, with the lecture, like saying, hey, come on, guys, what else? You know, yeah. it's like, what do you mean, yeah. what else? Like, we, I think we pretty much covered what it's about. Yeah. But yeah. they're always looking for their their little socialist or Marxist, you know, responses. Yeah. And uh, it's terrible. It's like, can we stop ruining the Renaissance, please? I love the Renaissance. Can we not, uh, you know? Uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be, they shouldn't be allowed anywhere near it. I know. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, Michelangelo and, like, Isabella Deste, they're, like, they're probably like, churning in their graves right now with oh, how are, stupid yeah. everything is. Yeah, and they would be. Yeah. They'll, be lucky to, they'll, be, they'll be lucky, honestly, if somewhere, a lot of their work doesn't get destroyed before it's all over. I'm worried about that. Like, yeah, I'm totally too. worried about the museums. Because the way yeah. they're just toppling these statues in the States, like Christopher yeah. Columbus, you know, screw him, you know? It's like, and then yeah. there was like a video I saw and they were asking this, this person, like, do you know who this is? And they're like, no, but I just feel like yeah. you should just topple it anyways. Like, yeah, 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 I know. Like the stupidity well, that's, that's out there. What is happening? Mm. Well, it's, it's all the same stuff. The same stuff that I recognized when I went to art school years ago and that you're dealing with. It's just escalated and escalated because they've been teaching it and they've been yeah. you know, spreading it. And this attitude to the world and to life that, you know, 
that the, the past is evil and we must do things this new way. They hate it now. They young people just grow up hating it and they want to destroy it. And they think they're gonna. I don't know what they think they're gonna do. Yeah, like I can't. I've talked to people saying like taking removing these statues is stupid. Like it it doesn't do anything. It's just you know you're negating history. You know because it's 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 that's what they're doing. They don't even they want to sense, acknowledge. But it is they can sense a superiority from the superiority of the art of it. Even they can yeah. see that it's objectively has a standard and is above. And no matter how much you tell them in plain English and like you know idiots guide for them. They don't get it. That's how yeah. brainwashed they are. And That's, it's yeah. scary. It's like, wow, you guys are just never going to leave that mindset. I mean, they, and if they yeah. ever do, it's going to be too late for them. Yeah, I know. It's hopeless, right? yeah. But they're definitely, like, it's definitely hopeless for them. <laughs> but there's a lot of them, yeah. so, I mean, it may be hopeless for us. And mm, they're yeah. the ones, but we'll see. Hopefully we'll see not. what to... I yeah, be, I'm not. I'm not that black belt. I do think. That, I mean, there'll be. I do think there'll be like a rough period though, and there'll be stuff lost for sure. Yeah, I mean, we're in a dark age. People don't yeah, want to acknowledge so. that. Yeah, we you are. know, like when Rome fell, right? The artwork yeah. changed. Certain things were lost, and yeah. that's what's happening now. And there's only like a few of us who are trying to make it not be forgotten. Yeah. So well, we'll have to do our best. That's all we can do. How much more? How much uh, longer of school do you have? I'm at 15 and a half credits, so I need 20. So I need about, and like each class is only worth half a credit, which is annoying. Is, this is, the, this is the university, right? Yeah. The, for yeah. the atelier, I'm going to be there for a long time because <laughs> right. it's an expense and it, projects take a long time. It's, it's at your own pace. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. if you run out of funds, you have to stop. Yeah. And then well, that's your real work though. That's, yeah. Yeah, I want to be able to to make my own work too, not just do copies of stuff. But copying work actually helps you improve yeah. yourself, and yeah. people people need to understand that. Even doing tracings, tracing yeah. work will teach you how to construct a drawing. Yeah, you know, like yeah. there's a lot of important stuff. I mean, we, maybe we could do a video on that, like important uh, steps to drawing, like how yeah, to that learn. Would be good. No, that's a good idea. You know, for yeah, the that's people a good idea. Who don't just know go over it, like. I don't yeah. know, I, 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 what would I do? I would just sit here and say yes. You could just show it there, maybe, could you? Yeah, I could totally do that. I mean, I even have books. I pulled out books to even show you that are good to uh, uh I have that one, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah. And do you have this one? No, I don't have that. It's a very dull book to read, but yeah. it goes over, like, the different parts of the body, how it works, right. how to capture it. Right. Um, you know, even like the eyes, right? Yeah. In yeah. the different directions and perspectives. So yeah. it's good for that, for that reason. Huh. Yeah. yeah. So well, we have to plan it out, but yeah, that'd be a good idea yeah. for a video. See, I'm not sure about this one. Hopefully we can use it. I'll have to look at it, but it's very long. <laughs> and I don't know, I'd have to go through it's it. Like and, two, uh, it's like two people who we've never really chatted, right? So exactly, it's yeah. For the first so time. It's, about, so, yeah. Not, it's like an hour and a half. We'll see, I'll go, I'll go through it and, and we'll see. Yeah. If we ever have to do it like again, it's fine, you know. Like, yeah. like today, okay. I remembered stuff that I didn't remember yesterday. Going over like the last decade <laughs> of my life has been difficult. I understand people now, and they like I don't remember a lot of stuff. It's like, yeah. yeah it's well, you've hard. got a plan. You've got various plans, I guess. Hopefully, you'll figure out which one you want to do, like teaching her this, as well as doing art and singing in the atelier. Uh, in the atelier. Yeah, I learning. want to kind of just do everything, really. Do so you think just, you're when you finish the really university, you'll get anything out of it, like? 
For the university, probably for not. The, you know, uh, really, just because everybody wants you to have a master's degree, right? So okay, like, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna get a job in the museum as like some curator. And anyways, the curating positions are like stupid because they want you to find all the social issues to focus on instead of like actual history. So, you know. You can always just say you have a master's degree. Yeah, probably. I, they won't even check. I did that once in, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I got a job in Japan teaching English. And I said, awesome. I, had an, I said that I had an English degree. I have no such thing. I have this fine arts. So I just yeah. made up for that. I, I think everyone makes up shit because the people that get hired for certain positions, I'm like, I don't know how you made it here. You must have lied your way through and they were stupid enough to <laughs> yeah. buy it. So. They're doing it. You might as well do it. It was just yeah, some bullshit well. thing that has no meaning. You know your real work is doing the artwork, so everything yeah. else is, you might as well play their stupid. We're going to have to think like pirates to survive this chaos. Oh, yeah, We're definitely. Have to think more like a pirate and not be like, you know, bound by the rules. <laughs> yeah, screw the rules at this point, you know. <laughs> Because honestly, there's, there isn't any, right? No, if they can make it up, no. we'll just make it up for ourselves. Yeah. The only rules I'm going to be practicing are like how to draw, <laughs> you know, <laughs> how to do it. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's something that I don't want lost. Because it was lost for a while, and now we're bringing it. It's been brought back, and the ateliers are still being repressed. How do they repress them, do you know? Um, in the sense of, like... If you, when you look at the galleries and what work they're accepting, right? Look at the jurors. Oh, look the gallery, the yeah, work, right, yeah. Right? Look that stuff up and you'll see that a lot of it's bullshit. It's just, you know, yeah, they're not going to yeah. take your work. That's why I'm not in a lot of places. I managed to find one gallery that is, that's been accepting my work whenever they have a call for artists. Yeah. yeah. And they seem to like me, which is yeah. like for now, <laughs> for now, but other places... Yeah not so much yeah yeah that's how that's what it is that's why the internet i think is going to be your your best bet like the yeah, instagram probably. like yeah. the amount of people that will look at your stuff yeah. are just like oh my god i get comments and people asking me questions like how do you do this or that you're so talented and it's like well, that's good the internet really helps and i think that's where that's the tool we're gonna have to use you know yeah. same thing with like your book right yeah 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 yeah. without the internet would you be able to get it out there as as no no i I would have had to have got a publisher and made far less on it than i like you get amazon self-publishing is actually quite good it's a reasonable amount per copy and yeah it sells which i don't even really advertise it i just like keep posting on the twitter and the facebook and people buy Mm -hmm. it i should um post about it more i guess but i'm I'm trying to do another one now i got another book but Oh, might be done soon, it? hopefully. <laughs> is it on, uh, what is it on, critiquing? No, anything? it's actually my little piece of art uh, in writing. It's, I won't say it right now, but it's, it's it, fiction, so. Oh, nice. So it's different. I, though I have another, I definitely have another nonfiction I want to do, too. Are you illustrating oh, it? Actually. Sorry? You should, you should illustrate it. Put uh, your own illustrations. Yes, I like your work. Uh, <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah. Maybe I will, but I, I will go back okay. to uh, working on fine art. Uh, you know, rep- drawing and painting, but uh, not right now. Later on, since I did switch over to writing, I'm just going to keep doing that for a bit until I get all my little things I want to write up. Definitely, like yeah. two or three more books. The thing about one on Egypt. You were saying you're like the Egypt stuff. You, I have, I have a lot of oh, fascination yeah. and ideas about Egypt. I, I since I was a kid, I remember being four years old and just obsessed with mummies and, and like Anubis was like my favorite god, still is. And I was I don't know what it is about this like culture based on death, basically. <laughs> I was just yeah. into it. 
Yeah, I got that's absorbed great. into it. And I used to have dreams about it and I wanted to be an Egyptologist for a while. So yeah, yeah. yeah it's oh, that fascinating. It is. People say, <laughs> I don't, they, they say the Greeks is the beginning of uh, Western civilization, but I know Oswald Spengler said it was the, was Egypt. And I think he's probably right. It, they are kind of the origin in a way. They knew a lot of stuff. Like I, like, I don't know, the fact that they could just amputate someone's leg in those days and that person could survive, like things like that yeah. just freaked me out. Well, like yeah. the, the amount of stuff that they knew and, yeah. and the, I don't know, just the ingenuity these people had. They didn't have technology like we have and their no. structures still stand. People build a condo today and the glass falls off the balcony yeah. before it's even finished, right? We, could, we couldn't build a pyramid today. They wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to do it. Like, yeah, and the whole mummification yeah. process, like... How did yeah. they figure that out? Like that must have been some sort of experimentation. <laughs> what I find yeah. fascinating about them is how they kept their religion. They stayed strong for all those thousands and thousands of years. They never had yeah. this kind of nihilistic uh, atheism that we succumb to. No, they, and they, they would switch their, their gods would switch around so that the, the chief good God would become the evil God and vice versa over the, over the many centuries. But mm -hmm. they never lost, they never succumbed to what we have so quickly yeah. since in the rise of like, since, the industrial yeah. revolution or whatever and when by the time rome came around egypt was already antiquity so yeah. it's such a that's yeah. how old it is it's it's even hard by to, the time even by the time they built the library of alexandria and that uh, ptolemy it was like ancient 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 yeah and so i don't know they're just fast they fascinate me they just this culture they like, for a book. yeah yeah they just know everything and <laughs> and just could do things and and we, I know, look at us, look at our culture, what the hell? Well, that's <laughs> the, the key, the key to the archaic view of the world, which is, we've just been kind of tricked, like we're not living properly, and no, it's not. all false, it's all lies and stuff, so it's, there's a veil hiding us from the, the real way, mm -hmm. but I mean, it'll burn, and it will have to, it looks like we'll have to wait for it to destroy itself, because yeah, it just happened too many people aren't, aren't aware. It happened yeah. a lot faster than, I guess, any, any of us were, like, anticipating, like, COVID-19 happened and then all of a sudden it's like riots and you know yeah and riots haven't even stopped there's like stuff happening in the UK and it's just yeah. mayhem it's like, mayhem all right yeah. so and the like, average person is much dumber than I realized I didn't realize all those normies were that's the depressing part are. yeah oh my gosh that's the depressing part like I can't I can't talk to people anymore it seems like it's just like even my own my family I can't yeah. talk to them really like, oh, I, yeah, like I don't, I don't, yeah. well, my, some of my family actually is okay, but yeah, yeah. some are not. It, it's weird because like when you get times like this, it really shows people's true colors, you know, you really know who's going to be, have your back and who isn't going to have your back. And it's, it's yeah. pretty eye-opening and, and a little depressing. Yeah, it's depressing, yeah. And it's, it feels like people like us are too scattered, you know. We are very scattered, yeah. Like, why aren't we, why aren't we, like, Because there's not that many of us. There's so few of us, I guess. That's why. Yeah. And maybe Overall. people are just hiding? I don't know. People are scared? They're scared and hiding and all the rest of it, yeah. Uh, but still, you know, I there's hope for us anyways, but we have to... Yeah. <laughs> we can't all, like, I don't know if there's a situation where we can all, like, move to a place and be in. It's not going to happen like that. It's more like there'll be, like, at some point the chaos will break. There'll be a wave. I don't think their I think their systems will begin to fail, and that will kind of affect the normies. And yeah, they'll kind I'm of feeling, say, "Whoa, this know, is crazy." 
like what's happening right now makes me think of the fall of like the Minoans and the Mycenaeans because like when their cultures started to fall you know their cities or their main centers were just burned and destroyed and everybody just went to go live in smaller groups and like very rural areas in places where you couldn't really grow anything or it's a death trap if you fall because it's on these islands Greek islands and stuff I think I think the nations are like basically over and like what will happen is just tribes eating up their survival for a while various tribes Now I'll understand some of these ancient societies and why, what happened to them and why it happened. You yeah. know, people are people, whether it's like 3,000 years ago or now. Yeah, well, that's why the tradition had all these rules and things that nobody could really explain exactly, but that you just follow them and, and things keep, the tradition, okay. keep the tradition going and don't just throw it away. Yeah, there's reasons now, that you don't expect, like if you just, because that's, that's the knowledge of your ancestors passing down the bloodline. Yeah. Yeah, now look at us, right? <laughs> Chaos, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we're here and people listen. Right now, because they're going to reopen this Saturday and they want you to wear a mask and gloves. And I was just like, I'm not coming then because right. how am I going to stand at my cast, you know, the cast of the gall that I need to finish off after like yeah. two years of working on it? How am I going to stand there with a mask and gloves on? Yeah. Like, that's not good. Like, I'm not gonna be comfortable doing that. And they're like, "Oh, it's only when you go out into the hallway or when the when the instructor comes to your to your station." I'm like, "No, I'll wait until this this bullshit's done, or I'm just not gonna come back." Like, I'm at the point where I could probably just experiment on my own because, like, I haven't reached the painting level at the school yet. Yeah. Which, when you start paint, you just do it in grayscale. But I have an instructor there that I'm close with, and I think I can probably talk him into just teaching me one on one if it yeah. comes to that. Because he's That's very good. intellectual and knows a lot about history. That'd be even better, probably. You know, like one-on-one would be. Yeah. Maybe even better. I have stories you... about the atelier about how people who go there, especially the boomer ladies, oh my god, they can't do anything themselves. A lot of them, they always need the instructor to to help them, which is stupid. Because like the point of the atelier is that the higher you go in the school in the program, the less you need the instructor. That's the yeah. end goal. Yeah. They've been there like seven years. I still really? need the instructor. Seven yeah, years. I've been there. I've been there seven years. I'm still in the second level. I'm because I've been on and off. Like that's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These ladies have been there forever. Still working yeah. on the same painting for the last like five years, you know, because they go off on their big cruise they, line uh, vacations and whatever. And would they, they would the painting need, be any use or would they be doing it at least? Or they or? work on it, but they always need like Oh, where's where's so and so? Right, I need him to like look at my work. Why? You, you, I bet you it's mostly ladies in it, is it, or is there men too? Oh, there's like, a lot of ladies, um, boomer ladies who basically pay the, the school's rent. <laughs> 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 Lots of we have kids. We have kids who are like as young as seven. Really, well, that's good. Line. So yeah, that's really good. It's possible for children to learn this. That's the thing. Like, I would love to teach kids how to draw. You know, like, that way they get from a young age those proper skills. Mm-hmm. That way, when they get to become a teenager if they keep it up they can bypass tell them don't go to art school in the college don't go to art cool. school in the university don't do it if you want to do an atelier we'll, we'll figure out a way to financially pay for a little bit of that to get you you know but we'll we'll figure it out for you what you want to do because the thing is if an if a kid is really good artistically from you know and you can tell from when they're a kid like foster that you know like I wish someone yeah. fostered that in me because then I or else I wouldn't end up being like I don't know what I'm gonna do I have to figure out how to make money because people just want me to make money and you know you get lost along the way 
Yeah. Right. You end up wanting have to having to go to school, having to figure out this and that. How am I going to pay for it all? School like, put me off art altogether. I didn't. I went. I just didn't, I didn't want anything to do with it after school. After that, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't think it was any use. Until I wish much I later. Uh, I guess for the university, like I don't. I don't. I don't have regrets, but because yeah. I don't really believe it's you should waste time on regrets. But no. I think. I'd rather have had people, because I know someone at the atelier who since she was, she started when she was 13, her parents just paid for it, for her to go there and complete yeah. the, the, the education there. And she's working there now. Oh, yeah. So she's, yeah, she's like a lot younger than me yeah. and she's doing that. And I'm like, I wish I had that. You know, not all of us are going to have parents and going to do that. Yeah, but she was fortunate it. enough to have that. So, I mean, I guess that's why I want to share the skills that I know especially with young people yeah that way they're not that they, at least they have a foundation so they yeah, can a real work skills, on yeah. it yeah, yeah. So they can work on it even if they can't go to a school they know what to look for for information yeah. right they know where to go so, so there's, there aren't people at the atelier that uh, start to complain or say you know i want to do abstract art and this and that or some people there like, because what they tell you at the atelier is don't stop doing whatever you enjoy. Like I say, if you, if you actually like doing some abstract stuff, you do that on your own time just to keep yeah. you sane. Because the yeah. atelier, like academic way of drawing, yeah. can drive you up the wall if you're just yeah. doing that all day long, which yeah. I've, I've encountered. Because it, it's not creative work. It's, it's just skill building and, and training you how to yeah. see and how, yeah. to, how to create 3D forms right so yeah, yeah. they tell you don't stop doing things you enjoy yeah. don't don't and, and you know what if you while being at the academy just even after like uh two three months you'll start to notice a difference in how you draw yeah like you'll see like when you start sketching your own stuff you'll you'll see yeah that's good there's a difference yeah so i i recommend it if you can do it um you know, and then now there's like videos available and there's classes online because of COVID. So because yeah. things are online, they're slightly cheaper yeah. because you're not present. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. No, uh, yeah, maybe you can do that, teach online as well or whatever. Hmm. I'm sure you'll figure something out because you're yeah. always working on it. Yeah, I just not, feel like uh, someone's going to ask me a question I don't know how to answer because like I need to work on my anatomy, just knowing or, the names of the anatomy. Okay. Why, why do you need some of the hips? Just, I just feel like I do because my my instructors do. They'll be like, oh. you know, look at the how that scapula is being rendered or whatever. And I'm like, right, right. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I need to know this. So I just no, feel like it's right. important. Yeah, I mean, you don't well, need stop to wasting time it. at the you stop wasting time at the university and you'll have time to study whatever you want and just read. Well, yeah, I mean, right now, like, I'm like, I'm I don't even want to think about. School going back to be honest i don't want to <laughs> not for i mean so she's like, no there really isn't i mean but i guess my the, the only point is just to finish since i'm so close to finishing so it's kind of like stupid to not yeah i suppose if that's true it. there might but, be some use out of it i guess something i don't know Maybe. unless professor wants to hire me for some work right yeah. again yeah. Yeah, yeah so i mean that's fine i mean if i'm longer yeah. than paid but yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Drawing for publications—that's a good gig if you can get it. Right. Because, that, because it's specific. You don't. 
you're working for one person, you know, uh, I don't know, you just, and you're just communicating back and forth. It just feels good. It's like, I'm an actual artist working, you know, I'm not being, I'm not in retail or doing some stupid graphic design stuff I don't like. Yeah, I've done that graphic design, Jesus, it was hopeless. It was, yeah. it was just like moving text over photographs. Like, I also do, uh, I also digitally restore old photos. So oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's another thing. It, it's very time consuming though, because I've, I've had photos where there's missing limbs and I'd have to like rebuild them. Yeah, so it's very in Photoshop, is it? Obviously. Yeah, Photoshop. Yeah. Um, very time consuming and if most people don't really want to pay for that kind of service unless they really unless it's something that's really dear to them that they want fixed yeah but but i say as an artist you have to really market your skills you can't just be like i'm a i'm a portraitist who cares what else can you do and what what area can you cover yeah you have to market yourself that's what i've learned and that's how i've been able to do so many things even if it was stuff i didn't like but i think you have to do those things sometimes just to make it and get by yeah nothing's no, easy sure. yeah for sure for sure nothing is no yeah that's that's my advice well, to budding artists out there who are like i don't want to deal with any of that i'm like well you're gonna have to deal with a little bit of it so <laughs> you always have Sorry, to do things guys. you don't want to do yeah are able to do it and they're able to just go home and do their own like you know go do their fine work and whatever yeah i can't i don't know what it is i'm just like i can't do this i feel like a prima donna i'm just like oh i just need to be doing you know whatever i want <laughs> well it is you can work as hard as you want if it's if you're working on something that, that has value and meaning to you you can do it all day and all night and, yeah. and it's great and it's you know it, it it's a real genuine thing like, and maybe that's what it is it's just a lack of is. meaning right yeah there's no meaning in work most of the work you would do in the modern world generally right now it's just going to be make work yeah most office jobs are there. useless, so, you know, office. I've seen oh, it. Oh, Jesus, office, like. Just sitting there at a computer and pr- inputting data all day, it's like. Yeah, or not even that, doing, like, wasting a time, going in circles, doing, like, things for these kind of strange bossy people that don't seem that smart, but just yeah. are very confident about making you do certain things on time. Yeah. That seem also rather meaningless and uh, stupid. <laughs> that, oh, like, yeah. not Like, just the joy of being able to work on something that doesn't feel like it's a waste of time. I know. I, I always thought that, you know, by getting those little gigs, I'd be moving up and, and maybe I'll get like a, a nice, like cushy museum position. No, yeah. a lot of those positions that, you know, you enter as a gallery attendant, whatever, that's it. It's just a contract gig. They don't care. They're not going to no, get they you don't. back. No. They'll be like, hey, do you want to work the front desk? He's like, no, I don't want to sell tickets. Like, yeah. I didn't, I went, I've got all this education for a reason. Yeah. You know? Most of those things too, because there's so many people trying to get into it's them. It's saturated. They'd be and like to be very nepotistic. I'd say altogether, like you'd have to be someone's oh, cousin. Yeah. Or something. The Royal Ontario Museum is just all nepotism. That's how. Or they Or you'd have to be a diversity hire. You'd have to be. I yep. mean, you're a woman at least. Maybe that helps. <laughs> but, as soon as I open my mouth, I go, "She's too smart. Forget it." You know, because yeah. <laughs> like I've been rejected too many times. I'm like, yeah this rejection thing doesn't I don't know I don't see why it's happening like I know what I'm talking about and I think they're just intimidated because it means she's too smart she might take my job because it could be yeah they don't do anything themselves right because when you start asking them stuff and you know you start to the roundabout answers they give you it's like so you really don't do anything do you (laughs) you know 
Yeah, our whole system is like this hamster wheel for these people, and like nobody's really doing anything hardly. Um, you know, are they? It's just yeah, big waste of time all around. I always thought the people that worked in museums were like these kooky people that were just like really into what they study. Like yeah. I was really into into paleontology when I was like eight years old. I thought I was yeah. gonna be a paleontologist at that point. And yeah. you know, I was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna meet people who just like they just sleep and dream dinosaurs. You know, and then the older I got, the, the more I started to realize these people are not really like them. People in these institutions are not the kooky ones. They're not they're no yeah. Indiana Jones or something. They're nothing. They're just they're just more brain. managerial managerial kind of uh, Yeah. And I'm like, where where is like, oh, like my heart, my heart was shattering. Like, where is like, you know, that famous Egyptologist, Dr. Zahi Hawass? I don't know if yeah, you ever yeah. watched him on, like, I used to watch him on TV. I'm like, where is, <laughs> where are the people like him? And then there's that, uh, that woman who she's always in his shows. I can't remember her name, but she's a, an Egyptologist too. She's from Pakistan, but I think she, she has an English accent. Yeah. And I'm like, where, she, where are people like her? Because every time she talks about this stuff, she, she knows what she's talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, these people don't exist. It's like, it's like a handful of them. And it's very disappointing. Mm. It's very shattering for like my, the child in me who's just like, who has all this wonder about ancient civilizations. And then you grow up and it's like, we don't talk about that here. We just do <laughs> <laughs> We sit at our computers all day. Eat, eating sweets with our coffee and, 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 you know, be on Facebook and shop and put out, you know, edgy tweets or whatever. Mm. I was like, really? Yeah, yeah, they develop these systems that just get locked in place, I guess, and they just do their routines. Mm -hmm. And there's no imagination and there's no, you can't take any risks or you can't even be eccentric. No, really, I think, I... yeah, in Canada, at least, the museums everything's government funded and government run pretty much right. so yeah. in the states i find there's a lot of museums that are just private just private donors give them you know money and they're able to do whatever they want you know based yeah. on yeah. who's giving them the, the funds and so yeah. there's a lot of local museums there but here you don't yeah. really have that yeah no yeah so yeah, canada's a weird place it's hard to i don't know it's sort of like america but yeah, Not, and then I yeah. thought about going to the States at one point. Now I'm like, I don't want to go there because I look at turn on my television and all I see is mayhem and yeah, destruction yeah. of everything. I'm like, yeah. where am I to go? It's like, there, is a, there isn't anywhere to go. It's you like, don't have, didn't you have some roots in Italy or something? Do you not have relatives? There's, there's people there. I just don't know them well. Yeah. And I don't know, like, if they, you know, they find out what I'm all about, they're going to be like, get out of my house kind of thing, you know, because <laughs> over there. We did a lot of the stuff now that was just us talking, like just like normal people, mm -hmm. which is great. But like, yeah, I don't know. Would people would people like to listen to that? Should I edit it out? I don't know. I'll have I don't to, know. Unless it has like some context, maybe. Yeah, we we shouldn't do that. Maybe or what? Or, yeah, I don't know. I don't know maybe, yeah, maybe I'll, I, some it's recorded anyways. Some of this uh, is just us getting to know each other. So exactly, yeah. So maybe we can. We'll see. I'll, I'll send you a copy and I'll I'll listen to it too. I mean, okay. it was much. It's hard to listen back to the whole thing. Yeah. Like see, see, you tell me what you think, and I'll see what I think, and if we should redo it and try to be like more organized and just talk about the, not just yeah. talk about the weather in Toronto. Yeah. It's great. I mean, it's great to talk. <laughs> no, it's good, but like you know, I, I wonder. Maybe it's fine. I don't know. I don't know. No, because we're just, just like going really on about it's like two. It's over two hours. Because we're just talking hours, about like escaping, right? We just like, oh, how do we escape? How do we save everything? So <laughs> that's how we end up talking about some of this stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll do it again anyways, no matter what, but yeah, uh, we'll see how it is. If people have questions about, um, you know, art and, and art history or just like how to learn any of this stuff, maybe you can like provide information about that. That way you yeah. can like promote your book, right? And then, and yeah. promote other material and just show off work that we've done. Like, I think you yeah. should show your artwork too that will speak to a, a, the audience as well and just say hey we are people who have done this stuff or yeah. are doing this stuff yeah good like, idea don't yeah. think that it's non-existent anymore because i thought it was non-existent yeah until i until that teacher in college was like come to the atelier and then i'm right. like there's an atelier like where yeah. how right i yeah, didn't know, you didn't know yeah. So yeah. there must be people who think it's just a lost art as well, if I thought that. Well, so. Good idea, yeah. That's, that's something we can do, yeah. All yeah. right, well, good talk to you. I'll you too. Go. Have a good night. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you again soon. We'll sort it out. Uh, okay. We'll listen to this anyways and figure out. We'll do it again soon. All okay, right. cool. Okay, yep. see ya. Okay, bye. 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 bye.